Good morning, everyone. Big day today. Big day for Jesus Christ. Give him a clap for whatever happened. I think this weekend he comes back to life, doesn't he? Something along those lines. Big day for him. But there's a bigger day. There's a man that was born in a similar time. One of the top, one of the main three Stoics, Seneca. He was born similar time to Jesus and died similar times as well. Could be the same person, who knows. Seneca was the Emperor Nero's tutor. And it is his essay on the shortness of life that we are reading for the next four weeks in book club. So please buy it, guys. It's like 90 pages. Buy the Penguin Classics version. And it's about the shortness of life. Okay, so when we look at what Seneca was all about, he lived a life where he did have luxuries. He had money. He had wealth. He was the tutor to the emperor. He was in a position of incredible fortune, and he could have abused it if he wanted to. And this is the reason why Seneca is one of the, the Stoic philosophers people love the most. He's a very, he's not black and white, he's grey. Well, he was having flamboyant bank, banquets, banquets, hate that word, ban it from the English, the English alphabet. Um, but he played his part, you know, his part was very complex. The tutor to a psychopath, think about it. Um, he got exiled. He could have died at any moment. He saw people um, fight to the death for some money. He saw it at the top levels and through the bottom. And that's why he wrote these letters to people to help them out with their grief and their their responsibilities and stuff like that. And this is where we get the lessons. And one of the main Stoic lessons that are out there come from Seneca. So here are ten quotes from On the Shortness of Life. Hopefully... Reading these will make you want to buy the books. So we can discuss these very important matters about life. Because as you know, it's hurtless. It's not about fat loss all the time, is there? Fat loss, we, you come for fat loss. Hey, we'll help you lose fat. Because some people are overweight, need to lose fat to get into a healthier, you know, healthier body for themselves. Not saying about the, the, the aesthetic version. Some of you want to be more comfortable at a certain weight. We don't push you to the extremes. We try and pull you back from the extremes because some people go too far. And once we've completed that... And we've maxed out, okay, this is how I'm going to look like. This is me, okay? I'm, and for, for me personally, like, I can't gain much more muscle than I have now. Maybe I can gain a pound or two a year, and maybe I can gain another stone of muscle, and that might, that might change my body a bit, but it, you won't see me walking down the street and go, shit in hell, is that Scott? It's a different human. No, you go, aye, put a bit of muscle on me. Nothing more than that. Um, so that's my genetics. That's how I look like. That's me. Same for all of you. You got your certain shapes. You get to a certain place. You have to be happy with it, and you crack on for performance goals. Anyway, back to Seneca. Um, it is not that we have a short time to live, but we waste a lot of it. Life is long enough, and the sufficiently generous amount has been given to us for the highest achievements if we're all well invested. But when it is wasted in heedless luxury and spent on no good activity, we are forced at last by death's final constraint to realise that it has passed away before we knew it was passing. So it is. We are not given a short life, but we make it short. And we are not ill-supplied, but wasteful of it. Life is long if you know how to use it. Damn right, boy. Damn right. You act like mortals in all that you fear and like immortals in all that you desire. They lose the day in expectation of the night and the night is fear of the dawn. There is nothing the busy man is less busy with than living. The greatest obstacle to living is expect expectancy. 
which hangs upon tomorrow and loses today. The whole future lies in uncertainty, so live immediately. People are frugal in guarding their personal property, but as soon as it comes to squandering time, they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy. Even though you seize the day, it is still with fleave. Therefore, you must vie with time's swiftness in the speed of using it. And as from a torrent that rushes by and will not always flow, you must drink quickly. Of all men, they alone are at leisure who take time for philosophy. They alone really live, for they do not so for they are not content to be good guardians of their own lifetime only. They annex every age to their own. All the years that have gone before them are the addition to their store. I love that one because it's so true. It's like how many lives are out there that have lived, that have were lucky enough to read and be do that's documented, that we can learn from, that we can we can jump into someone's life that's been Pour into a book. You like live another. You live in another world. Live another. That's why I love Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, the fantasy stuff. Because you are literally living other lives in them. You jump into another life. We do it for real people. We can learn from these people. That's why reading is so important. I heard that that Stephen Butler guy said in one of the uh, Perform X event that he doesn't read, as if it's a cool thing. I don't read. It's not cool, mate. It's not cool if you think it's cool. Right, reading is cool. Reading about the past lives of people and the achievements and how we are how we are here today. You can find out, and I'm guilty of not reading enough into some some things than it should be. For example, Sophie Hizler has given me a lot of recommendations about like the women's right movements, and even before then, like how did it get to a point where that was even ignited? You know, like how are we here today? How do we have what we have today? It's nuts, man. You think of Athens 2,500 years ago, came up with a democracy, slightly different to what it is now. They're like, yeah, democracy, mate, let's do it. The Senate. America still use that word today, Senate. Senate of Rome. You know, how Rome, you know, the ways of thinking over the time had to be preserved for us to be standing on the shoulders of giants today. But you stand on the shoulders of giants as if it's nothing. You're lucky. Because... I have actually, I, I, the comedian said this the other day, I saw it on TikTok, and uh, I've thought of this as well. He was like, if I went back 200 years, I'd be useless. Like, I, I would literally think I'm, like, I'm, there's nothing I could do. You go back and say, hey, guess what? You know, 200 years time, they're going to have, like, iPhones and stuff like that. Ah, you can talk to people on the phone. They'll go, all right, cool. How do you do it? You go, fuck, I don't know. No idea. Yeah, they can have these things, you know, like electricity. All right, what is it? What is it? Yeah, there's a generator that gives electricity, turn lights on. All right, how do you do it? <laughs> like, you don't know how to do anything. We don't know how to do anything, but we are utilizing this technology as if we are entitled to it. It's mental to me, and I have to remind myself, this is crazy stuff. Me speaking to you right now, crazy stuff. You listening to this on a walk, come on. Come on. It is not that we have a short space of time, but that we waste much of it. Life is long enough and has been given sufficiently generous measures to allow the accomplishment of the very greatest things if the whole of it well invested. The part of life we really live is small, for all the rest of existence is not life but merely time. 
Cicero said that he was half a prisoner, but in very truth, never will the wise man resort to a lowlier term. Never will he be half a prisoner. He who always possesses an undiminished and stable liberty, being free and his own master, and towering over all others. For what can possibly be above him who is above fortune? So I think... Um, I think the main lesson, that's just a quote from it, the book is, you know, it's much longer, so it's going to be a, a great read for us all to get into. Like, we think we don't have much time. Oh, I'm going to time. What is longer than life for the human? <laughs> I mean, nothing. I'm going to have time. Well, what can you do then? There's, what, what do you want me to say to that? We, if you think about how slower time goes when you do go to the countryside, you slow yourself down, it's way slower. There's a reason for it, like, we're, it's more like, we're, like, more deliberate about the day and the steps, and you walk and you look in the nature, you see a bird, whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, these small things matter, and if you live in a city and stuff like that, you have to try and get that into your life. Otherwise, you're up, you have no time for yourself in the morning, you rush out, people virtue signal this, yeah, I get up at five, get straight to work. And I, I mean, I'm working 5 till 11pm, I go back and I sleep and I do it again. It's like, mate, you haven't got life. There's, there's no life there. That is just machine-like work. Um, we're all guilty of going into overworking states, and there's no doubt. Some people obviously don't work at all. But like, we have to remember that a long life, if we look back when we're on our deathbeds, and we look back, and we can, this is not grim, but I think it's important to, to talk about we're going to look back and go, the small moments are the ones that matter. If Steve Jobs said in his deathbed that he wished he had spent more time with his daughter, right? This man who adored Apple more than anything, who made it his life's mission, and if it's thanks to him we've got technology today that we just use like it's nothing. If he says that, it is very revealing and we must learn from these insights from people because he was a person that said that he didn't feel like he worked at all in his life and because his he is one of his famous quotes is like um if you don't have passion for what you're doing you're gonna give up it's the people that have passion for what they work because the the the, the sane person will stop far before because it's like, oh, too much work but the passionate person doesn't see work as that it's fun it's an adventure like for them and they work all the time they can go beyond what the sane person says is too much but even in that regard he saw his work as fun he still felt like he didn't have those moments with his with his children and what are you what will you be thinking about if you had, if i just want to go you are now 89 years old deathbed what are you thinking about that you wish that you spent time doing Will you will it will will it bother you that you didn't have a brand new Range Rover? No. Will it bother you that you didn't have like a real fancy all inclusive holiday? Probably not, really. If you think about it, you're not gonna, you know, you're just going somewhere for all inclusive holiday. It could be like a traveling thing. Would it would be a very memory we'd store away for sure. But it would be those moments of the people in your life, wouldn't it? And you and you have to make time. You don't make time. You have to prioritize time for people in your life especially yourself as well and because when you look back that's what you're going to be most fond of in it the mark you leave in other people's lives is probably the thing we're going to think about if you're a decent human being i would suppose and we are going to leave certain different marks in different ways you know 
We're not, we're not, we all can't be Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. Um, what's her name? What was her name? Facebook's main gal now. Sandberg. Sheryl Sandberg, is it? Can't be about these high flyers doing all the stuff. We can have our own impact, and that's what we're going to focus on. So you have to make time for this. I hate that word, make time. You have to prioritise time for those minor things that we think are minor, but they're not. The small things, because they're the big things. That's it. Buy the book. Turn up to book club next Thursday. We're going to talk. We're going to read the first 20 pages. I want to see you there. But have a good Easter, everybody. Enjoy yourself. Just remember, one day, one day, one day at a time. If you go all out, you eat loads of eggs, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be the end of the world. If it's just a day or two, like, there's not much you can do that's going to really put a spanner in the works. But if it starts turning into day three, four, five, then I'm going to say, listen, you're on the, the wrong train right now. And our train's going in the wrong direction fast. One or two days, absolutely fine. Enjoy your head off. And we'll be back on Monday. Well, no, we've we got work on Monday and stuff like that. But if you don't want to do it on Monday, that's fine. But we'll speak soon. Have a good one. And there's no there's yoga tomorrow at nine, but it's not with Annie. Annie's found a replacement because she can't make it. So enjoy that class. Hopefully it's good. And I speak to you all soon. Amen to Jesus.